Hi there, I'm Eleanor and welcome to the Click and Go Travel Podcast. Each week we're covering a new destination across Sun City Cruise, USA Worldwide and Camping Holidays. Today we'll be exploring Europe's city of music, Vienna in Austria. The capital of Austria, Vienna, is filled to the brim with culture. Divided by the Danube, it was home to artists and intellectuals like Mozart, Beethoven, Strauss and Sigmund Freud. If you enjoy stepping back in time and exploring imperial palaces and castles, you can visit Schönbrunn, Belvedere and Hofburg. If you love meandering through museums, Vienna has its own museum quarter with museums for art history, modern art, natural history, architecture and even a children's museum. Or if you simply like ambling around the small streets in the Innerstadt or central Vienna, there's plenty of cake and coffee shops to have little stops throughout your day for a perfect Viennese afternoon. I visited last year with my mum for the Christmas markets and Paul has also been and is well up to date on all the history of Vienna. (laughs) So do you want to maybe start us off with a little bit of history? Yeah, like it's it's um, I was in Vienna a couple of years ago. We went for New Year. My college pals, um, we used to get together every New Year and pick a different city and mm, go for New Year. Very nice. So we had really strict rules, you know, because we were all at different stages uh, in life. So we had we had really strict. We said, no, we're not spending more than 100 euros in a hotel per night. That was a, that was a key rule. And, you know, it had to be different and it had to be fun and we had to be there for New Year. So we picked Vienna. But we didn't realise that Vienna for New Year is one of the most visited cities in Europe. And I don't think most people know oh, this. Really? So it is an amazing New Year festival. Mm. And it made it getting a hotel at our price point very, very difficult. Um, but we I'll talk more about the New Year thing maybe later. But we just loved it. Like it is an incredible city. I think it's one of the cities that probably most people have not been to but want to go to. Mm. Uh, and now we have such amazing flight options into Vienna. It is so much more affordable with Ryan, with sorry with Aer Lingus and Louder Motion, which is part of Ryanair flying in. The fares are really competitive. It's pretty much daily flights from both, mm. yeah. so it's it's dropped in price significantly. But the key thing about Vienna is it is, I think, without question, the most elegant city in Europe. It's gorgeous. Like you are, you are walking into a museum. Uh, apparently the rules when the city was being built, the city was built to impress. It was built to parade for mm. the royal family. It was the seat of the Austro-Hungarian Empire. Uh, the emperors were Holy Roman emperors. They had status. They had panache. They had style. They insisted that about 40% of the buildings were built as palaces. 40% were built as government buildings and the rest was left to <laughs> commerce. So you... you you get you, you do feel that once you're in the city because it is just unbelievably elegant. It's mm. not high rise. It's not ugly. It's not vulgar. It is classic. absolutely classic. It is style beyond imagine. It is a brilliant cafe society. So if you're not a museum and palace person, you might be a coffee and cake person. Eat your weight in cake. <laughs> absolutely, and it's a lovely society. Like there, you know, the Viennese have so much right. Like mm. there was an amazing program even last week on public housing um, in Vienna. And 80% of the population live in public housing. Oh, really? And they have the most amazing public housing policy. So it means that the Viennese mm. actually have 
very high levels of disposable income. So they love their restaurants, their yeah. cafes, mm-hmm. their bars. They love enjoying the city. And what a city to, to participate That's in. Funny. Like the city was built, well, the Hofburg Palace is the biggest palace in, it's the biggest palace um, compound in the world. Oh, wow. It was built from the 13th and only finished in the 20th century. Um, Franz Joseph, who was the last emperor, left there in 1918 at the end of, at, at the start of uh, World War One. Um, so like that's how current it is and like when you see the palaces be it the, the Hofburg which is the largest the the Belvedere which is amazing the Schaumbrunn like you, you begin to understand that this was really almost city. the most elegant city in Europe mm. and the most important regal city in Europe and all, all these palaces are right in the centre am I right in saying totally, that? Yeah. Totally yeah. everything is central like you 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 can rely on public transport. You can do the hop on, hop off bus. You can manage everything within the city. Yeah, like it is. It, this is what it was built for, and this is the the great thing about that New Year parade. So <clears throat> they start you at the at the town hall, the Rat House, and you're brought right through all of these amazing uh, palaces and 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 key city stops. So it's just incredible. So like every every corner you turn, there's another palace or cathedral or something like that. Isn't yeah. It? yeah, yeah, And because it's like a, primarily an 18th century imperial city, it's as I said, not high rise. Mm. So super elegant, um, and and just so beautiful. Like it's hard to stop talking about how, how amazing it is. Yeah. yeah, there 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 isn't like yes, you have the elegance and the style of Paris or the elegance of London, or you have you know Madrid, which I think is a really grand it's a city. city. Um, and then you have something like Barcelona, which is so totally different because it's so modern in, in many parts of the city. But Vienna is absolutely picture postcard yeah. classic. And none of the buildings are that modern. It's no, all very, no. very much classic in keeping. in keeping with the theme of Vienna. And because it was Austro-Hungarian Empire and because it was so regal, they really support the arts. So amazing museums. Yeah. Right. Like the palaces are not just palaces. But you have within the Hofburg Palace, you have the CC Museum. She was the Empress Elizabeth. She was hugely uh, attracted and attached to Ireland. She used to come here quite a lot. She only died around early 1900s. Mm. And she was a bit of a cult figure because she was absolutely so beautiful and so thin. And she was to some extent obsessed with her beauty. It's mm-hmm. quite interesting to think, you know. Ahead of her time. time yeah. 150 years ago, 120 years ago, somebody was was you know, mimicking mm. our Love Island characters. <laughs> um, and that's, she was affectionately known as Cece. That was the Empress Elizabeth. And just amazing, a total cult figure. But there's a great museum to her within the Hofburg Palace. Mm. So the palaces are not boring, stuffy visits. They have great coffee shops. Yeah. They have all of the wonderful art. They have different museums. There's a mausoleum to the emperors that is just incredible. The history piece attaching to this is so current and so interesting yeah. that it's it's just mind-blowing. And then you have more of the art piece and more of this kind of, you know, m- monarchical support for the arts evidenced in the Opera House, evidenced in the Belvedere Palace where Klimt has the famous kiss painting. Yeah, and the Leopold Museum. Um, yeah. You know, like, you, you can't go often enough and you, you know, you would never be bored, it and you, there's no there's no bad time to go. Yeah, you know, winter is ideal because you have Christmas markets, twinkly windows, mm. cafes, warm. Gorgeous. You know, it just kind of feels because like Vienna, because of its location, has has probably a better winter feel than a, than summer feel. Yeah, 
but it is also amazing in the summer. Well, actually, funny you say that because we, in our previous uh, podcasts, we've asked our listeners, our clients, to email in or to Facebook in um, questions to us that they want us to speak about in certain cities. And a lady called Geraldine emailed us in, and her question was, what is the best time of year to visit Vienna for myself and husband? We love opera and music in general, and heard Vienna is a great city to visit. So, you know, there is no best time, but... No, there, there really isn't. Mm. Like I would say to her, go on to the Opera House uh, website mm. and pick, you know, There's your times around events or performances that are going to be there when you want to be there. Yeah. Mm. You can't actually get tickets for the New Year's Day performance with the Vienna Boys Choir and those sort of mm. things. They are lottery only. Oh, so, really? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. You, can't, you can't buy. And this is part of the, you know, egalitarian piece of the Viennese. Okay. Like they're yeah. very equal. They're very fair. Um and I'm very friendly. It's a really safe city. Mm. And then, like, if you don't, if you want to do other things, like there's an amazing zoo there. You also have the Spanish Riding School, mm. which is incredible. Like, we went and saw a full performance of the Spanish Riding School in Vienna. And again, this is absolutely slap bang in the centre of the city. Right. And there's uh, river cruises as well down the Danube. Mm. Yeah. Down river there, cruises down yeah. the Danube. Yeah. 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 The river cruises in Vienna to me wouldn't be as wow because I feel like there's so much more wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're, they're like <laughs> on land. Yeah, there definitely is within. Like you have, if you can imagine the city centre built around where St Stephen's Cathedral is, and then you have these rings, and the rings are effectively circular roads, not circular. They're almost like U-shaped roads okay. mm. that go up to the river. And these were parade rings to all intents and purposes where the the royal family would parade through their carriages with their horses in their super elegant palatial surroundings. Mm. So like, you know, and you have three rings. And And the trams go all along them. Yeah. Oh, like it's just, it's like, imagine like our North Circular Road or South Circular Road, but in a U shape. And like, that's where the royal families would go. And there was one and then an outer one and then another outer one. Mm. But they're not out. Like they are very much in In the the centre. Like the the inner stat is the the old, the centre of the town. And the first ring is around that. Okay. And on it, you have the whole museum plots where all the museums are. You have the Rat Mm. House, which is the city hall, which is a huge and stunning building. Yeah. And then you've like Sigmund Freud Museum off to the other side of it and more museums. And then you have another ring around that after the Rat House. Like it's just... And the, the distances between so these accessible. are not far. All no. you know, Like from it's one... very walkable From city. one ring to the next is only a matter of minutes. And yeah. as, as, as Eleanor says, very walkable. Like you just... You, you, you can walk it all the time or you can use the public transport and the public transport is amazing. Like yeah. it is so good. But there's just... There's no end to what you can do in it. A great time to visit any time of the year. A great city to visit any time of the year. Now, obviously, you know, you have other things. You have the Christmas markets, which make it, you know, even more spectacular because the Eastern European, the Central European cities are just... They're designed uh, for, the for Christmas. The markets there are they'll just all, they'll unreal. Be, they'll be dotted all over the city rather than just in Absolutely. near the Rathouse Park. Yeah, Absolutely. like I, yeah. I wrote down my top. So we visited five of the Christmas markets when we were there. Okay. The best two were the Rathouse Platz. So that's the main Christmas market. Like if you see a photo of Christmas markets in Vienna, that's the one that's you'll see. Is, yeah. And I'd say there's 60, 70 stalls and they have rides for kids. They have trees decorated in the lights and it's just, it's gorgeous. I'd say we spent a good four or five hours just wandering around it over the weekend we were there. And then at um, Maria Theresienplatz, which is right beside it, they have another nice small market, which isn't as big, a little bit quieter. And 
<laughs> I wrote down has really good gin, apple smash punch. <laughs> if you don't like mulled wine, drink. and I collected the mulled wine mugs when we were there, because everywhere you went, you could get a different mug, like yeah, a, little, they, a little Santa Claus, a little reindeer. And they do the same for the New Year parade. Like you can, you so literally nice. wander from square Market. to square, yeah. and you can get your glue vine in a mug, and you can buy the mug, and you mm-hmm. just carry the mug with you, and you go to the next place. And each Brilliant. square then has either classical music, or it has a tribute band, or it has a rock band, or it has you know something, something traditional. Nice and it's it starts at like six o'clock, seven o'clock in the evening and finishes at, at midnight with the fireworks at St. Stephen's Cathedral, which is right in the centre of the, right. the town. And like like you said, it's all around just like we're not royal, but we can walk through and it's almost like everybody's parading. There's over a million people participate in the New Year celebrations. Oh, in wow. Vienna. A it is. It, they don't need to publicise it. Yeah. The hotels are generally, generally very, very full. We were lucky we managed to get some accommodation. I think we got a cancellation for the small number of us that went. But um, it is, if you're thinking about it, like this year is probably too soon, think about it for the following year. Mm. But it's all of the Austrians, all of the Germans, all of the Italians who know about how spectacular their their New Year festival is in Vienna that go. So they don't need to publicise it. You hardly even see it appearing on TV. That's how amazing it is. And about a million people participate as they go from square to square, all free. All you have to do is pay for your glue vine or your beer or your coffee or whatever you want. And as regards uh, cost of living, as in going out for a few drinks or a meal. um, Pretty much Dublin Dublin prices. Yeah, like nowhere is really that expensive when you compare it to Dublin. No, true. No, like it is. It's very much Dublin prices. Like Austria is not... Swiss prices and mm-hmm. it's not like Switzerland it's 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 very much more European maybe yeah. a little bit more expensive than Germany yes it will be more expensive than Germany but you know it's on par with Dublin yeah very brilliant. much brilliant mm-hmm. um, just have one other question here from uh, a listener that emailed in a uh, lady named Philomena ask can you recommend a good central hotel in Vienna close to the Xmas markets uh, my sister is not a great walker so needs to be within walking distance um, now, I had a look before we mm. left the office and anywhere around Rathaus, um, Stephensplatz is mm. the ideal sort of yes. centre of Christmas markets. But as you said, we can you can reach these easily because it's not a, a, a huge, huge city centre no, no, no. and also on by tram. So a couple of hotels that we picked out, we've got these staff picked as well. So they, you know, the staff know them, mm. they're aware of them and they're well priced as well. So the NHVN City. Um, the K and K Maria Teresa, and the NHVN Belvedere. Yeah, I've said in the NH Belvedere. The, yeah, that's the Vien Belvedere, which is just beside the Belvedere Palace where that Klimt painting mm-hmm. is, and that was the area we stayed. And so, like we we could walk into town we just tended to hop on a tram and mm-hmm. it was three stops into the city centre. Yeah, you know, the closer you are into the city, the more you'll pay accommodation wise, but. You don't need to be smack bang in the city centre because the transportation is just so mm. good. Okay. We stayed in the the boutique hotel de Neuvalzer. It's a bit out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah it, that's on the side. Their yeah. whole thing is they're a three star hotel with four star service and five star charm, and it was fab. They were just doing up all the rooms when we were there, so everything was brand new. And their breakfast was the best breakfast I've ever had in a hotel. They had your sparkling wine. They had all your meats. Mom was delighted because they had endless amounts of brie for breakfast. They had your cereals, breads, everything. And it was just perfection. 
It was a great hotel. I'd highly recommend. And it has a tram stop literally right outside the door that goes all the way down the the Alderstrasse into the town. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. Like the, the hotels we have on the website are just perfect. Yeah. You know, like we've... We've picked them based on location. Like the great thing about click and go city breaks is we don't have airport hotels. We don't have Mm. suburban hotels. We have city centre hotels because that's what people want when they want to go to a city. And then it's really down to location price as to what you want to pay. And what we have on the site is really well reviewed, really well rated. Most of us have stayed in them. So, you know, that's pick any of them based on the price and the dates you want to go and you'll have a ball but it's so interesting to hear Maria Theresa getting mentioned mm. Maria Theresa was one of the empresses she was she effectively built the Hofburg she was the brains behind the, the Hofburg and the kind of force behind the Hofburg and one of her kids was Marie Antoinette oh wow and St. Stephen's Cathedral was named after Stephen who was one of the first kings and one of the first of the kings to be crowned Holy Roman Emperor for the Austro-Hungarian Empire so like the culture, the history, I'm not That's a history weird. buff. <laughs> like I stopped studying history at junior cert, but you are just sucked into the history of mm. this country because it is so real and current and the place is just spectacular. Everybody has to go. And with the flights, the way they are at the moment in terms of the Erlingus flights, the loud emotion flights, the competition between the two airlines mm-hmm. is forcing prices down. Like I have seen prices as low as 140 euros on our oh, website wow. yeah. for flights and three nights in Vienna. Yeah. 140 amazing. euros wouldn't pay for dinner in two in D- for Dublin. No, you know, in Dublin, amazing. you wouldn't get dinner for two for that hardly. We've and you can go to Vienna for three nights with flights. We saw prices for the October Bank Holiday weekend mm. from 179 per person. Amazing. That was going out Saturday morning of the October Bank Holiday weekend. And this was only two or three days ago that we saw these prices. So they are there. Oh, it is available. It's value, great. Yeah. You know, there's, there's, it is not an expensive city. It is an absolutely must visit city. So much at to any do. Any time of the year. You know, it would be great over the October Bank Holiday weekend, but great at any time. Yeah. yeah. And it's very easy transport from the airport into the city. If yeah. you're traveling on your own, there's great train service right from the airport. The city airport train goes right from the airport to the main train station in yeah. Vienna. And it takes 16 minutes and it's 12 euro for a single ticket or 21 euro return. And then it's like a short walk just to tram stops to get to your hotel. Yeah, like they, it's very they, easy. The city is not geared to cars no. as such, especially the, the 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 inner part of the city, the city centre. It's and you don't need it. It's all around public transport. Great shopping, fantastic um, shopping, fantastic cafes, amazing cafes. Cafe de Mel is delicious. Uh, you can actually watch uh, the bakers work away in it. And now I ordered a. Uh, Zachary Torton I was there but my friend says the chocolate bomb is unbelievable in Café de Mel it's near uh, Stephen's Cathedral and the other one is uh, Café Zacker. like if you go to Vienna you have to go to Café Zacker in Hotel in the Zacker Hotel yeah, and the other one you have fabulous. to do is the Café Central. Oh, really? But, you know, like go onto our website, go onto any website around Vienna and you will just get such great recommendations mm. for cafes. And they also have loads of these beer gardens, which are not beer gardens. They also have like, you know, breweries attached yeah. to them mm. and they have great food. So you can you can just be in a brewery and which has a restaurant and have a couple of beers and not expensive. Yeah, it seems you to be know, a city that's really for expensive. everyone, doesn't it? it really and we is. did one other nice thing. One day we just decided, why don't we just go to another country? So why we, not? <laughs> why not? So we got on a train in Vienna and about 45 minutes later we were in Bratislava. Oh, wow. In Slovakia. So Vienna to Slovakia is, or to Bratislava is 45 minutes on a train. Yeah. Um, nice city, 
very kind of small city centre part, like an old medieval city. Yeah. Unfortunately, because Slovakia was, was very much dominated by the communists as part of the Czechoslovakia, the suburban area is is pretty ugly and mm. pretty covered with these usually commie apartment blocks. Mm. So worth going just to kind of do another tick box and mm. saying yeah. I've been to... I've been to Bratislava, I've been to Very Slovakia, nice. and it's only 45 minutes from the main train station in Vienna. Brilliant. Yeah, you won't be You can do high-speed trains, actually, or high-speed uh, boats during the summertime from Vienna to That's Bratislava right, mm-hmm. and from Vienna down to Budapest. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Okay, you can do both. Yeah. Brilliant. And what you could do, of course, is just do some, you know, combos. You could fly into Vienna, fly out of Budapest, get onto the team in the office. Yeah, they, they that, could yeah. sort your flights and book a two-centre holiday for you. So yeah, you'd, might you'd as well see a few worlds. places in the one go. Yeah, two great cities. Mm. Yes, got to thank Brian Nolan for all his tips on Vienna. Yeah. By the way, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> expert historian. <laughs> yeah, I was we'll get, busy we'll writing my notes. Time. We'll get yes. Brian in next time. Yeah, no, it's a fantastic city. Like we went for the Christmas markets, and I'd need to go back because we didn't even touch the museums. We were that busy just wandering around looking at the markets. And seeing the city on foot. Oh, yeah. So it's a city you could go back to multiple times without a doubt. And you could stay for quite some time. Like, you you know, we tend to think of city breaks as being three nights. You could absolutely spend five to seven nights in Vienna. 100%. And totally enjoy it. And still not get to see everything. And still not get to see everything. Yeah, Yeah. it's a fantastic city. Yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. Great. Thank you very much, Not at all. You're very welcome. That's it for this week on the Click and Go Travel Podcast. Thanks to Paul and Stephen. And as always, thank you for listening. Stephen and I hope you've been enjoying the podcast and the destinations we've been covering. If you have any questions or suggestions like you've heard throughout the podcast, just drop us an email at podcast.clickandgo.com. If you've enjoyed this episode and all our previous episodes, please subscribe, rate it or leave a review on Apple Podcasts, share and spread the word. Next week, we'll be learning all about United Airlines. So until then, goodbye.